passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast for you, post-show podcast, as the boys have left. What's up, Al? Jerry got a lovely letter from a uh, listener of ours. Okay. On a nice uh, and handwritten letter uh, from a fella who is uh, moving to North Carolina. Okay. And uh, he was uh, cleaning out his attic and things, and he found a uh, a Andre the Giant trading card. Nice. Which he sent to me. But he wanted to thank you and I, Jerry, for providing daily laughs for a man who's battling depression. Oh. Wanted to say thank you. And... He got on the nutrition bandwagon after hearing us talk about Bobby approved and all. He says he's losing weight and feeling great. Good for him. Yeah. I think that's a bit, I mean, no, I mean, no, I'm going to be here and try and diagnose anybody. Yeah. I do think, though, for a lot of people, when you start losing weight, you start feeling better about yourself. Some issues can turn. Yeah, losing weight and exercise. They Absolutely. say exercise so much. Uh, this is what I've been reading a lot lately, and maybe you've heard this uh, in the past, and it's just new to me that uh, I'm hearing it more and more when people say that exercising is better for you mentally for than even physically. Yes. Like, even if you're not, like, doing super heavy weights or running a long time, like, just doing it mm-hmm. uh, helps your mood out. Yes, 100%. They yeah. say they say the exercise is mood-enhancing more as much as it can be physically. Right. Mood-enhancing as I well. I believe that. You feel better about yourself. Yep. You know, and you feel good. I mean, that's all part of it. That and is you, part of I it. I can tell you now, as a fat bastard as I am, there are days I feel like I feel like crap. Because I know I look like crap, and I just, I get it. But I even look, if you go out and have a nice walk, yeah. you feel a little better. Always. Oh, you got to be, even last night I was at baseball practice for my son's team, and I took the I took the initiative 
to do some base running with the boys. So we were doing situational baseball. We had a couple of kids running. We would alternate them. We only had two. I'm like, I'll run. I probably ran around the bases 10 times. And I mean, sprinting to first. Really? Then I was on first base, and I go first to third. And, you know, probably going three-quarter speed. I didn't have cleats on or anything. But I will tell you, I got the heart going. You could feel the heartbeat going, and I felt great. The heart rate was up. Do you teach good. the kids running bases like them? Because so many times, like, I'll even see it in Major League Baseball. The wide turn yes, these players you have to. take, as opposed to... The wide turn before the base. Yeah, as opposed to cut, taking the inside part of the base and cutting off your... No, that's what you're supposed to do. So if you're approaching first base, you round it out so that you cut it across the inside of the base and you have a straight line to second. Yeah. As opposed to running straight to first and then bubbling it all the way out. But so many times when I see somebody going from second to home, they take the outside of that third base and they're way on the outside. You know, they come into the catcher from... Yeah, I... Depends on the situation. We do teach them though to bubble out, yeah. so that we hit that inside part of the base and have a straight line to the next. Yeah, base. make it uh, quicker to a uh, shorter distance. Yep, that we do do that. that That's what I say, Jerry. Yep. Um, what else do I have for you today? Oh, did you enjoy Boomer versus work from home callers today? I didn't hear a lot of them. Yeah, I heard one. I heard one that was for. I heard one that was against. And then I got wrapped up in listening to the uh, the Yankee audio that I just had yeah. found. Yeah, you know, Boomer's very much against people still working from home. Yeah. He wants you to get back to work for the collaborative thing. You see people in the hallway. You talk about things. All these companies have these buildings that they're paying for. Yeah. Get your asses to work. And we heard from a lot of uh, people who, uh, strangely enough, since they're working from home, had plenty of time to call us <laughs> and uh, battle Boomer on that. And uh, I'm not sure where I'm at with that. Because I'm 90% of the way there. Meaning what? Meaning, if it was me, I would offer, because I do believe if you've got a happy staff, your product's better. If it was me, I would offer the fifth day from home. Four in, you're coming into work. That's we fair. need you here. But you know what? You can take either Monday or you can take Friday or Wednesday. Those would be the, the days I would give you the option. Wednesday to break up the week. Friday, you want to get your weekend started without the commute home. Or Monday, eh, a little slow to get going. I would give the employee the option. You get one day a week you can work from home. Which would you take if you had to pick one day and stick with it? See, that? Hmm, that's really interesting. I think I would probably take Friday. But at the same time, Friday is a fun day to be at work. Yeah, so then I, then I say Then I say Monday. Yeah, I think Monday. Because Sunday night is such a ugh. And it's different when you've got that extra hour and a half to sleep. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, if I got to get up at 4 instead of 2.30 on on Monday, I know that sounds nuts, 4 to some people, but to us, that's like sleeping until noon. Sure. It changes Sunday night so much. It does. So I think I would work from home on Monday and come in. I think the easy answer most people would say is Friday. Like I initially say Friday. But I think Monday is the right answer. Yeah, I agree. Monday's the right answer. Plus, Monday's not a fun day. Monday is a, an informational day with all the crap that went on over the weekend. For me, I could do my job no problem on Monday. There's plenty of audio to find. It's easy for them. It's blah, 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 because it's recapping the weekend. Mm -hmm. I think we should be home on Mondays and here Tuesday through Friday. All right, I'll put in for that the next meeting. Yeah, let's go. I'll put in for that. Let's I would also it. go Monday, 100% Friday. Friday is such a great feeling. I agree. I even know. at work. And you're not going to replicate it on Thursday. Nope. No, you can't. Because you'll still be working from home Friday. You'll still be working. Yes. Right. You're not going out and partying till 2 a.m. on no. Thursday night. I agree. No, you're not. I, I'm, I'm with you. Monday's the day. Monday is the day, Jerry. Mm -hmm. um, I finally had to uh, 
bite the bullet, as they say, and uh, hire a dog trainer. You did, huh? Yeah, I, I, I've got a schedule now for uh, April. A Some dog, dog trainer. Well, here's my, the problem I was having, Jerry. My dog is seven years old, and I got her when she was four years old. You've had that dog for three years? It, it, May 15th will be three years. Wow. So not quite there yet. Okay. But on walks, she eats any food she finds, and now any plastic she finds. Oh, boy. And if I go to get it from her, it's very valuable to her. Yeah, and you can't get it away and from I her? And I can't. She snaps at me. Really? And I don't know how to correct that. I'm not, I don't want to hit the dog. That's not what you do. Yeah, yell at her. Make sure yeah, she don't, knows she, she's boss. That she, doesn't work. Not, out, not in the outdoors with a highly valuable piece of plastic. Really? Yeah. Indoors, yes. So there were times when she was like, she would grab the the amount of food on the streets of Bradley Beach, New Jersey is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Yesterday she had a stuffed crust pizza. Oh, good for her! Yeah. Oh my god, a big a big long. <laughs> Did you share it with her? <laughs> <laughs> and even that, I was like, I don't even care if she eats it. She's eating chicken bones, which you're not supposed to eat once they're cooked, yeah. right? So she's eating those. Uh, and then what she was doing with the plastic was she was picking it up and carrying it home. And then once it got in the house and she dropped it, I could take it no problem. Like once she got in the house, she didn't care about it anymore. Mm. But outdoors, it's very valuable to her. That's interesting. Yeah. So now she's always eating the plastic out Uh-oh. outside, yeah. which I can't have because at some point she's going to. Yeah. No, that can't be good for, for you. Yeah. yeah. So I had a call. This is May 15th. May 15th is when it will be three years. Right. Three years. Three years. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm booked with a, a dog training person in asbury park got when very good reviews now? it starts april okay good luck with that what do you think dog training costs per hour i have no fifty dollars hundy a hundred dollars that's hour? right yep but okay. this person's the best jerry are, are they or did you just find them on yelp well i found them on google they had a lot of good reviews okay so that's yeah and they the were the best what an extensive questionnaire i had to fill out too Everything about the dog. Well, they got to know what they're walking into. Exactly. I mean, you can lie, of course, but yeah, it doesn't I did a do couple, you any, any benefits. To yeah, lie. a couple times I wanted to lie because I felt like it was showed poorly on me. Right. And I just used, I just had to write on the things like, yeah, the dog pays do no Do you take the dog out to urinate? No. <laughs> I mean, yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so I have that to look forward to, Jerry. I mean, that's, you know, you hope you get some resolution and some training out of it. Yes. I, mean, I am... Uh, I have a hard time, and and this is what I wonder how I would be with children, and and you would be able to tell me the difficulty of doing this with children. Mm -hmm. I don't like to tell the dog no. Okay. I have no problem. Because I feel like the dog is is in the house all day. Right. I come home. When I take the dog for the walk, wherever the dog wants to go, I go. Right. Where I should be the leader. I should decide we're making a left here. We're making a right here. You just follow the dog. Because I really don't care which way we go. Right. And I feel like oh, the dog wants to smell something over there. Let her smell something over there. I don't see wrong with that, though. I don't. No. wrong with that. No. But some people say that's setting a bad example in that I'm already giving the dog the leadership pack role. I think it depends. If you're pulling the dog and then you're letting the dog win after that, then yes. Yeah. But if you're just walking with the dog and the dog is going where it wants to go and you're just 
I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. Right. There are times when I need to go with a certain direction. I will bring her that direction. Right. That's, then you're showing her that you're in charge. And she doesn't want to. She'll she'll stand like a statue. Is that true? Pull her. And then she gives in. Wow. Okay. So then you she do gives win. up. I, I do win sometimes, okay. but I'm, I'm losing the food battle. I hear you. And but it only so gets. What, you, you think you'd be good as a parent because of saying no? Yeah, I don't know. See, I feel like if I could explain to a child. The reasons for things, I feel like I can't explain properly to a dog. Right. And I probably wouldn't be able to explain to a small child who doesn't know either. Okay. You know? I guess. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Or like if you're at work all day. Yeah. You want to come home, you don't want to be the... You don't want your kids, when you come home, to be like, oh, dad, the disciplinarian's coming home. Like, you want to be the fun dad sometimes. There's, but there's, I think you can be both. I do. I think you can be the fun dad, and I think when you have to put your foot down, you put your foot down, and you can't let them walk all over you either. Yeah. And I I have friends that have been walked all over for 10 years now Yeah. by their kids, and their schedule is dependent upon what their kids have to do. And I don't mean... I don't mean sports schedules because those are commitments. You sign up to play on a team. You got to be at practice. You got to go to games. And yes, your your life does, to some degree, revolve around that because again, you sign them up. They have to be there. Certainly, things come up where they will skip it and miss it. But, but that's not like, you know, for instance, you can still be the fun dad, go home and go out and play basketball with them, and then have dinner, and then they're asking for you know Carvel for the fourth straight night, and be like, no. <laughs> Go find something in the freezer, but I really want it. Don't care. You have briars in the freezer and walk away. Guess what? You're not going. And you can still be fun. Yeah, see, like my dog will look at me and look at the top of the fridge where I keep the bully sticks. And she's like, get me one of those. Yeah, I get one. And I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess I'm good. I don't know. Yeah. I don't don't like to give in to certain things. I don't. I remember there was one night I remember we – we're going to let Joseph just cry all night because he was a pain to go to sleep. And it worked. I mean, it's heartbreaking. I'm not right. Gonna say it's not. It's, yeah, it's brutal. But you know what? Didn't happen after that anymore. There so was, he just cried all night. There was only one night that Kim gave in, and it was because Bob Dwyer was over. It's the only time she ever gave right, in. He had a guest. Yes. And she went and picked him up because it was annoying, obviously. Bob was you know downstairs. You could hear it. So she went up and rocked him. Rather than just leaving him there, it was after the. It was after we played the prisoners in softball. <laughs> you remember that game? I do remember that. Like we went to a prison, yeah, and played softball. Jerry, I still remember the vision of we were out on the field practicing, yes. and a large group of prisoners, yes. is coming over the hill, right, coming down the hill because not only was the team prisoners, but everyone else watching that's not on the team were also we're prisoners. prisoners. Yeah, they were criminals. Yep. That was scary. And then we hung out with them when we were done. I could have been held hostage, Jerry, by prisoners. I remember that. That was like a Thursday night in Staten Island. And then Bob, because of where he lives, he came back and stayed at my house to come back and to work together the next morning. So what age do you think is the most difficult age to have a child? Like what age of the child is the most difficult? Like you're past it now. I don't want to sound like any. I, I we haven't had one. You had a, you had good luck with that. We've had the most luck with our two kids. I I guess the first six months for me, 
not knowing and not being able to know what they want and being able to communicate with them, kind of like you're talking with the dog. They can't talk back to you. They can't. You can't have a discussion. They're crying. You don't know why. You're trying to, is it gas? Is it something worse? Is it, who the hell knows? The first, uh, maybe the first nine months is probably, for me, with both boys was the hardest. My kids have been unbelievable. So I don't, I don't know. Do you feel like your kids are at an age now and where they are in their life that they're not going to be in trouble? I think you can always find trouble. You do? Yeah. So I wonder, wrong like, place, I feel like... wrong time with the wrong friend. Yeah. I think you can always find trouble. Do I think that it'll happen? I don't. Um, just, well, I just Phil Sims that. I just asked my own question. <laughs> uh, um, Do you think? I like, you know, every time Matthew goes out, the last thing I always tell him, I always tell him every single time is don't do anything stupid. I, always. He's like, I know. I, I'm not going to do anything stupid. I mean, that's like one thing. Then now Joseph's starting to go out a little bit with his friends. And now I tell him, don't do anything stupid. Think twice. All you can do is hope they make the right decisions. Right. You're right. Everybody, you and I have I made the potential decisions. to do something stupid one day. Yeah. I did dumb things. Yeah. But I wonder, like, at what age is the age when you pass that you're not going to live a life of that, of 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 always being in trouble? Like, I feel like that does reveal itself you mean when a, a certain kid age is, is always uh, like we're like we're gonna have to worry about this kid growing yeah, up. Yeah, see, I see, like I gotta worry about the college year still. Uh, God knows what goes on in these campuses, right? So, to me, I to answer your question, out of college, full time job, <laughs> and <laughs> That's I, what I, I think, and I don't even mean with a wife or a fiance yeah. or a girlfriend. I mean out of college, full time job. You can take a little bit of the pressure off your mind. A little bit of the burden comes off. It's still there. Right. But I think once you get through college and they're in the, in the workforce. But even then, people do stupid things. Yeah. You're right. Listen, do... we, we all have the potential of a bad night. Yeah, for sure. We have the potential with the guy parked outside of punching him in the face on the way out today. Yeah. It not, would not be the best decision. It can always happen. But... Yeah, college worries me. Yeah. Now, my son is going to start a community college, which is phenomenal. I don't know where he'll end up after that. But until we get through those years, uh, it, to me, you're always concerned. I, think I, I love when parents are like, I trust my son, not right. him. Well, you're an idiot. <laughs> okay? Honestly, you can hope your son does the right thing or your daughter. You're an idiot if you're going to sit there and say, he's fine. I trust him. Right, because they could also be in a group of guys yes. with one bad guy. Correct. And that gets the group in, in trouble. You got it, and you're part of it. Yeah. You're part of it. Unless you walk away and remove yourself from the situation that could occur, yeah. That's the part I feel like when I was growing up, and if I was in a group and there was one troublemaker, I didn't care. I felt like, well, it's his problem. Not knowing really how you, you were part of the group. Yeah, that you're part of the group. And if you're... One gets detention, you all get detention. Yeah. That is true. And that if you do something stupid and the cops are involved, you're all in trouble. Yeah, Here's what you don't want to be involved with the cops. <laughs> and no matter what your age. No, at any age, you do not. Yeah. So, so far, I will say, I think part of our good fortune so far with both of them have been their friends have been really good kids. 
Like there are, I will tell you, there's one kid that does concern me that Matthew hangs out with, but they're going their separate ways soon. So I feel kind of good about that. But anytime he's with him, I'm like, oh, God. I got that one. All right, because he'll find trouble. Yes. And remember, I coached a lot of these kids, too. So I saw and heard more so a lot of stuff I probably shouldn't have. So I kind of knew. Well, that's but, what I mean. Like, at there, even at those younger ages, you can start to sense which kids yes. you got to keep an eye on. By eight years old, you can tell. Yeah. I would say eight, maybe nine. As they get a little older, you start seeing them get a little bit more away from their parents or their parents giving them more freedom. And you start seeing them do and say bad things. Yeah. yeah. That's the one question. So Kim and I know, uh, we know this one couple. Great, really great people. And we like we know, 90% we know, that their kid's involved in some pretty bad stuff. Do you go tell the parents? That is a great question. Because two things are going to happen. You're never talking to them again. Or they're going to thank you. Like, that's it. They're either going to basically say, get off my property. Who do you think you are? Not my kid. Or they're going to say, you know, I really appreciate you looking out. We're going to take care of it. I don't know. We, yeah, because it just came up a few a few weeks ago. Yeah, you're right. I wonder which way I would go if I was a, if I was the parent. Yeah. Would I be defensive of uh, my kid because it looks poorly on me as a parent? Or would I appreciate an early heads up? Because you also don't want to have something happen with the kid and then say to the parents, oh, yeah, we saw that coming. Right. Oh, yeah, we, we knew that. And let me tell you, when I say head in the clouds, yeah, their head are in the clouds. And it's I'm 90% on this one. Yeah. That the kid is smoking and he's got he's got his good group, but then he's friends with another group. That is bad news. I don't know. It's a weird one. I yeah. don't, you don't know what to do about it. And what what age around are they? I don't want to say. Okay. I'll not say, not of smoking age. No. Right over, no. Somewhere before it. I wasn't sure if kids were still smoking cigarettes. Well, it's mostly vaping. Oh, vape. That's, that's the trouble. mostly vaping. So I would say you could smell smoke on your kid sure. when they come in, but sure. vaping? A lot of vaping, weed, um, stuff like that. Gummies. Yeah, oh, absolutely. For sure, as you know. Yeah. God knows where they're getting them from. <laughs> The weed trucks, all of them right, over New right. Jersey, Jerry. That's right. Because they're buy, buying a T-shirt. Yeah, you just buy a T-shirt or a lighter and you get a whole thing. Exactly. <laughs> so tomorrow is my Friday because I'm off Friday. You are? Yeah. Oh, because of the Bruce concert? Well, I'm, tomorrow is Thursday. I'm going to a show in Red Bank Thursday night. To see who? Fran Lebowitz. Who the hell is that? She's like a social commentator, New York woman, older now. She's very funny. She hates everything, and she just... Is she doing the show for you? No, but we're, like, very in... Uh, You're in sync. We're in sync. All right, good for you. Have fun. I saw I saw a special of hers on uh, Netflix. She's not a comedian. She's, like, a writer, commentator, but she just... Talks. Talks. And I think she's just going to be up there talking to somebody. Okay. About so you're going to a TED talk basically. Yeah, kind of. I'm really not sure what to expect. All right. Well, have a good time. Go out for dinner. Yeah, it's at that Red Bank. What's your favorite Red Bank place? Where do you Um, like to go? Well, it depends on what you want. Yeah. I mean, Char is great. I mean, it's always great. That's very expensive. Very pricey steakhouse. Buena Sera is terrific. Right around the corner from Count Basie. Yeah. It's literally. I think might be on the same block. If you go up to whatever road that is. Uh, it's literally within walking distance of Count Basie. And when I say walking distance, I mean maybe 100 feet. 
And I'll give you an underrated place that no one ever thinks to go to that's also within walking distance, and there's a parking garage right next to the restaurant. Oh, now you've interested me, Jerry. Pazzo. It's okay. an Italian restaurant. Nice bar, but a beautiful, really nice restaurant. I'm liking that. And the parking garage is is literally steps from the restaurant and tucked away. I don't know if people going to Count Basie know it's there. They probably park in the municipal parking or find street parking. It's like $3 an hour. It's nothing. And how far of a walk to the Count Basie? Four minutes. Perfect. Max. I'm doing that. Yeah, this is a big get out time for me. I'm going Thursday night to that. Then Friday, I, of course, need the day off, Jerry. And then Saturday, Bruce Springsteen. Good for you. It's a big weekend. It was supposed to be beautiful Saturday. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I thought Saturday was supposed to rain. Good. I, I'm hope so. Big uh, game Ed, Saturday. Eddie, well, when Eddie and I have a Spanish television on. Yeah. We obviously don't have the sound on. And I looked up and the weather said sunny and 70. And I didn't, you know, I don't speak or read Spanish. Right. And I said to Eddie, I go, what day is that? He said Saturday. Okay, because I got to be in. I got to be somewhere down by Philly on Saturday and Sunday for games. Perfect. I'm it's going to be beautiful, Jerry. Uh, I have showers and thunderstorms yeah. and heavy thunderstorms. Oh, good. All right, so seventy-one maybe... showers and heavy thunderstorms. Okay, well, what great. the hell were we looking at? I don't know, but this is Philly. Oh, okay. This is not New York. Can I put New York in? Yeah, I can do that for you. Let's see if I go New. Because I got to cut, and I got to go to. I Jerry, I've not been to the Garden since they renovated it. Is that true? Yeah. I'm going to go. That's where Bruce Springsteen is. All right. New York City, daily weather for Saturday. Yeah, Hopefully let's it's give better me some than Saturday. Philly. You got Saturday. It will be, come on. Jeez. I don't need today. I need Saturday. All right. Here we go. It's loading, loading, loading. Remember this, the noise it used to make when you would dial up? <laughs> um, so I have Friday rain. Jesus. Damn it. And then Saturday, it's the same forecast. What? Showers, heavy thunderstorms, chance of rain, oh, 96%. Oh, eat a wiener. <laughs> Just eat a wiener. <laughs> this weather, man, I tell you. All and right, Jerry. 50 on Sunday. We got a meeting now for our live show. They, those meetings go on on Wednesday, so we have everyone waiting for us to complete the podcast. So Let's uh, roll. We'll see you then. So, Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.